What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Wine Network. We interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Justin Bajan. Now, two years ago, Justin started his own advertising agency, Familiar Creatures. He's written and produced a Super Bowl commercial, a dozen Gecko Geico commercials, and has worked with other fun brands such as Tic Tac and Oreo. He's got a lot to share with us here today. So, Justin, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go, Justin. How are you feeling today? Uh, pretty good. You know, um, they just issued the stay-at-home order for Virginia, so um, that's rolling around in my mind right now. You um, know what? I'm right here in Maryland with you, man. Right here in Maryland with you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. This will be hopefully this will be like ancient news if someone listens to this, you know, a year from now or something. Yeah, agent news. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I was just actually, uh, I just actually interviewed uh, right before I got on the call with you. I interviewed a uh, Hollywood producer, and you know, yeah. California has been in it for two weeks, so mm-hmm. she's over here like, I'm used to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, this is, things are getting interesting. Things are getting interesting. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, get right to it. Uh, now, you, you, what, what, what would you title yourself? So, what would be like if you had to, uh, you know, title what you do? What, what would it be? What would, what would your job title be? Yeah, I would say uh, creative director okay. um, is the simplest thing. It's I don't have a highfalutin title yet because we're not a gigantic conglomerate. Um, so if you think of Don Draper from the show Mad Men, he was a creative director. And um, that's what I call myself, uh, minus the uh, affairs and cigarette smoking and whiskey drinking. I'm just Very- like him. I, I feel like that's uh, uh, those are good things to exclude. <laughs> All right. So why did you become a creative director? Well, um, I always was interested in um, doing things that were against the norm or being unconventional. Um, not that I'm into punk rock, but I kind of always had a punk rock mentality, just uh, disrupting normalcy and um boredom with with being creative and weird um is the best way i could put it and advertising seemed like uh the easiest way to get into that um in terms of getting an actual job and not just hoping to get a job and and um frittering away trying to write a novel or uh make a beautiful painting no offense to novel writing or painting you know Hmm. I, hey, it was it wasn't offensive to me. I hope they, nobody catches offense real quick. But uh, so, so really, walk me through the process of you know, like wh- when did it really click that you wanted to do this? Um, I was um so in high school towards the end of the time, I started taking AP classes in, in English and stuff, and I found out I liked writing. I didn't know that about myself. I liked drawing and I liked being weird, but I didn't know that writing was something I could do. And I started, it started coming naturally to me. And so when I started, started thinking about going to a college, I looked at who had a, a, who had a program 
you know, like an advertising or something where I could do more creative writing. Not creative writing like writing poems and uh, short stories that never get published, but, um, you know, something that could lead to a career. And um, advertising seemed like it made sense. And I was living in South Carolina at the time, and the University of South Carolina had an advertising program, and that sounded good to me. Um, and uh, so I, I majored in advertising, which is like, you know, a school that big, it's like majoring in learning. You know, it's like, you know, a thousand people in the journalism school, 400 kids in the advertising program. Um, so it was a lot of sinking or swimming. And what I've learned is if, if you look like an overachiever, you look like an eager beaver, you care about your grades a little bit, you look like you care, then eventually a teacher will notice you. And that's what happened to me. And um, a professor noticed me and she helped kind of like shepherd me through how to get a job and you know what does the career look like and she helped me get an internship in an advertising agency in Austin, Texas called GSDNM and I was lucky to be mentored by um, a famous copywriter and author named Luke Sullivan who wrote the quote unquote the book on advertising is called Hey Whipple Squeeze This you should read it today and uh, Luke, I'll probably check it out you should totally do it Luke took me under his wing and he kind of was like, hey, if you want to get a job in advertising, you should go to portfolio school. And I was like, I think I've heard of those. What, what, which one would you recommend? And he said the Creative Circus, which is a portfolio school in Atlanta, Georgia. And so I'm a very good listener. I'm a firstborn. I aim to please. So I listened to him. So I went back to school. I finished up my year at USC uh, after being there for, for, for four years. And then went straight to the creative circus. Luckily, my wife, who is a saint, got a job in Atlanta so she could help sort of offset the crushing uh, debt from going to a grad school um, brings to you. And um, yeah, I went to the creative circus and then got my first job in advertising as I was about to graduate. And here I am. I don't know how many years later that is. Uh, 13 years later, kind of doesn't, it's kind of insane. But yeah. I love it. I love that story right there. And you, let's let's take things back even just one step. So what do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? Well, you know, writing and writing and just drawing, making up my own comic book characters, like reading comic books like The Incredible Hulk and X-Men, um, Spider-Man, stuff like that, and just drawing my own characters, making up games like all those kind of things i think a lot of kids do except i think i took it real seriously like making up my own shows or um taping things with my friend this is the 90s it wasn't as cool as things there wasn't tiktok tiktok or anything we just had america online for the first time so there wasn't many outlets to capture content but um mm -hmm. just being imaginative you know was something i always took uh um, seriously, if that if that can be something you take seriously, um, and watching things like Saturday Night Live, shows where creativity was at its utmost, or whose line is it anyway, um, where it's about improvisation, those kind of things always rattled around in my mind. Um, and then starting to read books just for fun, which sounds really nerdy and dorky, but like. Yeah, you have your summer reading and you have your books you're supposed to read, but like getting into books that weren't assigned in school, like Kurt Vonnegut is an awesome author, and I love how 
weird he is. He'll just draw pictures in the middle of a novel or tell you the ending or insert himself into a book. Um, I just loved anything. It was probably just my frontal lobe starting to develop or whatever, like where the rules are being broken, you know? Um, so yeah, hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> I love it. No, I love that answer right there. And, and you know, it's, it's that stuff that, you know, really comes into, um, you know, fruition when, uh, you get older and, uh, and, yeah. it's, and you, you find that it's actually useful. You, you, I know there was a point in time where you thought, oh man, that, that stuff, that's just some childish stuff, but you know, yeah. as you get older, like that's like literally the key to unlocking yourself. Uh, Absolutely. The things that you did when you were a kid, um, yes. the things that you will carry with you as it's who you were created to be. So yes. I really love it. I really love it, Justin. And Justin, what is the average day like for you? Um, it's different every single day. If you ask me that, Two or three years ago, before I started my own agency, I could have told you um, without opening my eyes really quickly. But now that I have my own place, um, it's you know a lot of looking around on LinkedIn for new business opportunities, um, catching up with colleagues um, who may be at places that I'd like to talk to. Um, we have like a status call now that we're all working from home. Um, we do a status call where we uh, see you know what are the hottest things on on the on the week that we need to get done um and um it just depends on if if there's a active project or several active projects going on and then i need to go into writing mode um or maybe i need to go into creative directing mode where someone else is doing something and i'm overseeing it um it's very different every day if you shadowed me for a week you would notice that not every day is the same um and so the ones, the few that have shadowed me, I've warned them like, yeah, this is what I did today, but tomorrow, who knows? You know, like it could be at a shoot, could be in LA, it could be in Canada or something like overseeing a shoot, um, commercial, you know, production or something, or could be at, at a recording studio, you know, overseeing voice talent. Um, there's, a, there's so many things. Could be at, at a client wearing my, uh, nice jeans, you know, and presenting and waxing philosophically about advertising and um, using dad jokes and puns to make people li like me and laugh. Uh, you know, it's all a combination of, of a lot of different things. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So uh, let me ask you this. What do you enjoy the most about what you do? Um, I think uh, I think being my own boss is super underrated and um getting to um be a thousand percent committed and dedicated and, and directly involved with the clients that we service instead of being several notches down in the food chain and, and you only know about things through hearsay and, and um superficial emails i get to be in those meetings now and i get to be a part of you know figuring out the the way forward for the brands that we work on. Very so, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And of course, I got to ask the back end of that question. Now, what do you enjoy the least? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I would say, um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of flexibility, but there's a lot of uncertainty when it's your own business. Um, and so, when we talk to our CPA every year about how things are going, I don't, I don't 
get jazzed about numbers and stuff like that. I'm more of a, a vision person, and um, I don't like thinking about, uh, you know, the health of the company. I'd, I'd rather just think of things that are positive. So I don't, I don't like uh, being so close and vulnerable to, uh, you know, how we're doing. But, you know, the last two years we've been doing great. So it hasn't been that bad, but you know there is uncertainty involved. You know there are some 3 a.m. wake-ups where you're like, oh man, how are we going to get through this? Um, and that's just being a small business owner, you know. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, so uh, this right here is my favorite question, and that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? I think that um, giving a crap and being interested matters. Um, I think. Um, I think it'd be hard to get all F's um, and, and, and then go into the field that you were getting F's in. Um, so I, I think they kind of matter. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I don't see how you could be failing out and then say, that's the thing I want to do. You know, like I think you should have some kind of ap aptitude in that regard, but I wouldn't say you have to make straight A's or have a 4.0. Very nice. Very nice. And I agree with you. So uh, let me see here. So I th th this next question right here, um, again, this word gets tossed around a lot. So I just try to um, really break it down for people. But what do you feel your impact is? And when I say that, I mean, like, what are you devoted to? And like, what, what do you feel that your devotion is every time you wake up? Uh, my, my, uh, there's a couple of things. I'm, I'm a Christian. So uh, naturally, my devotion is to being uh, whatever it means to be a good person and loving my neighbor as myself um, and um, honoring my God um, as well as when it comes to devotion, it's like my children, I have three girls and I have a wife. So devoted to them, like literally um, or unless there's legal issues if I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I, you know, I'm an Enneagram type seven, so I'm really devoted to having fun, um, which can come back to bite me sometimes if I can't figure out how to make something fun. Um, so, yeah, I would say those things. God, God, family and fun. How about that for a bumper I sticker? like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And we are winding down to that last question, Justin. Now. If there is one piece of advice, just one piece of advice that you could give to somebody out there listening who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would it be? Um, I would say um, figure out who you are as much as you can. You'll learn that as you live life. Um, but figure out what you like and then shut out everything else and just focus on that one thing. Um, so if you like writing, then just, just keep writing and writing and reading and writing and reading and writing and stealing from shows and movies and stuff and write and write and write. Um, if you like art, then just make lots of art. Like don't wait for school assignments, class assignments. Don't wait for anyone else to make it happen for you. You kind of have to own it yourself. And hopefully you'll find some mentors along the way that um, can help shepherd you through, you know, you discovering who you are and what you like. But um, don't worry about having to know about uh, calculus if you want to be a writer or whatever. And um, sorry, like higher ed, but um, some of that's valuable, but you got to develop who you are and, and what you like and just chase after it. 
um, and, and nerd out on it as much as you can. You know, I, like for me, if I'm interviewing someone and I can tell they love advertising and they have a deep recall of ads from the last 10 years, then I can tell they're in it to win it. And if they're just like, eh, it's just something, you know, I'm kind of, I like stuff, then it, they're not as interesting to me, you know? So yeah. I appreciate nerds. Nerdery is one of our three values at Familiar Creatures um, in addition to love and shenanigans. So those I are some good values. <laughs> and we didn't come up with them just for, you know, like it took us a long time to come up with them and we did a big long workshop, but nerdery yeah. is super important to us. And so oh, it's, it's, a, it's important. I'm, I'm happy you mentioned it too, because uh, just like, uh, you know, being a nerd, the first thing that pops into your head when you think of a nerd is like uh, a math geek. I'm not sure. gonna lie, like yeah. somebody who's like really, really like addicted to numbers or something, something like that. Yeah. And um, you, you got to be your passion, whatever you're passionate about. You got to be a nerd about it. Like you're, yes. you're going to be a nerd about it. You're going to be addicted to your wh whatever it is like your your uh, whether you're I just interviewed a, um, a producer, a, a L.A. producer. She's addicted to film. She started her first film when she was like, um, I don't even know when she didn't get her first role. She was upset about it. And she she just yeah. went back and like kept going at it. Me, I'm I'm addicted to, you know, like being a, just standing out for for and uh, helping people. Mm -hmm. So you got to like be addicted to you got to mm -hmm. It's got to be something like you got to have something in you that drives you in order to, you know, and everybody has that something inside of them. And if it's something you love, then it doesn't feel like work. You know, at all. it's work when you're not really that good at it or you don't really like it. So Thanks. pick something you love and you never work a day in your life. That's someone. Someone said that. I don't know who said that. Mark Twain or Barack Obama. I'm not sure. Um. <laughs> Somebody said it. Somebody said it. <laughs> Some and smart person the, said it. It doesn't yeah. matter who said it, but I think Mark, it's true. Mark, I think I think Mark Twain's quote because Mark Twain's quote is in my um is in my uh the description of the podcast. So for my website and like all the other uh, outlets. Mark Twain said the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. So that oh, one, wow. also, that, that's when you cool. got, that's when you got to walk away with right there. Um, I like but that. Justin, uh, again, like I really, really, really love today's interview. I could not have asked for a better interview from you today. Is there any type of way that my audience can reach yours? Uh, you know, whether it's a website, uh, sure. you know, a book, maybe a social media, anything. Yeah. I mean, you can go to um, familiarcreatures.com our website um if you're in the richmond area we made a website called keep it helps support richmond restaurants and breweries during this covid19 um, pandemic uh, i encourage you to go there and see how you can help the restaurant scene here um, and then you know look us up on instagram familiar creatures um, and uh there's different ways you can get in touch with us and you can Email me anytime you want. If you uh, go on our site, you'll see the email addresses and stuff like that. So I'm happy to help out. Very nice. Very nice. And again, just I could not have asked for a better interview. Um, folks, now all the all those links were, are going to be in the description below. So go ahead and give that a click. But as you guys know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find your career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Justin help you find it here today. And that is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it, too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week 
and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on the mount like I'm pitching. I'm fighting the move.